Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Eddie Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brooklyn and Billy Bones A Paolo Gigano West Ham United We celebrate Victories, we stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. The West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good afternoon. Good morning. Or good afternoon, George. It's all season five, episode nineteen. You didn't say evening. You said good afternoon twice. Did I? Yep. Mm. All right. Good evening. I'm here good with John. Hello, Hello, John. Hello, John. How are you? Smashing. Thanks. Excellent. Uh, we're here to talk about West Ham, and we have Woo-hoo. two games to cover today. Woo-hoo. A week of two halves. A week of two halves. Very much so. Like the first game was a game of two halves. It was. West Ham 3, Bournemouth 3, you've written here, Sean. <laughs> I just said don't. <laughs> I pointed out that I put the running order wrong. I said don't chew me out about that because obviously it was 3-1. And what do you do? What prep do you do for this podcast, George? Uh, I set everything up. Set the mix, mixer up. How long does that take you? Set the laptop up. Yeah, how long does that take I you? I don't know. We chose jobs at the beginning of the... Uh, of this adventure yeah. we've been on. You used to do the Facebook group as well, but you stopped doing that I as well. I do, do it most weeks, to be fair. All right. Jog on. What's that, all the 50 people that follow us well on Facebook? We're actually nearly nearly up to 300, I think. Woohoo! Jog on. About 260. I think 300 Ooh. was the, the the mark we'd give away a mug, wasn't it? Got a competition now. Ian Dale for West Ham Till I Die has started his own Facebook group as well. I was going to say podcast then. Uh, West Ham 3, Bournemouth 1. We turned it around in the second half. Went in 1 0 down. Rare. Uh, yeah. It was good. Very good. We, uh, when's the last time we came back from an early conceded goal? Uh, the week, the week before, wasn't it? Not long ago. Yeah. Isn't it against Southampton? Was it Southampton? Yeah, but mm. before that. Oh, well, yeah, before <laughs> that. Before been that. A while, oh, yeah. yeah, that one. Yeah, apart from the week before. Yeah, apart from the week before that. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick stat attack before we cover the goals. We had 51% possession, 49% they had. We had 10 shots, 5 on target. They had 11 shots, 4 on target. So the stats say a very even match. So it's match. funny how you can say 3-3, free, free, but when I we use the word cherries, you can't use the word cherries. No, I don't like. You, I don't have to call them by their nicknames every time. Right. 
uh, very even matchless stats say, but uh, it's not really the case given the scoreline. No. Well, um, I suppose it is because they had one good half. We had one good they half. They had a good yeah. half. It was. It's funny, isn't it, how it turned out to be a case of when Carroll went off, I sort of felt a little bit disappointed by the fact he'd gone off being yeah. injured because he's just it seems such a long time ago that he got injured. Well, though. he seems like he seemed like he was getting strong, getting back to looked fit. Is yeah, I mean from the the way he played against Southampton and to the sort of way he started that game, like chasing everything down again, defending from the front. It, it was a big big loss, I think. And I think it knocked us a bit. I think it yeah. took a bit of our... A long sprint, Village said. It was just a long sprint. Yeah, I think I remember seeing it, didn't he? Yeah, he, d- yeah he, he nicked the ball and ran down the wing with it. Do you reckon he warmed up well enough? I don't know. Who I think knows? he stretches muscles enough. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, they footballers, got, I mean, footballers of the they must stretch. Football footballers of 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 the earlier days never used to stretch, did they? I know. Yeah. So you know. I mean, they are professionals, and you know, they they do look after themselves, don't they? They don't do lots of things they shouldn't do. So, when we were watching the warm up of Wolves at the Bowling, the one you t- the one you two didn't come to, they had these like rubber bands around their ankles, and they warm up with them. Have you seen them? They're yoga band things, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Is that the one we didn't come to? Are That's the one you didn't come to, yeah. What about the eight you haven't been to <laughs> so far this year? It's not eight. It's more like and six. the villa one you're not coming not to coming again. Villa, you missed I'm away well. in Tenerife. Oh, there you go. Uh, so let's talk about the goals. Obviously, two bangers of free kicks. Start with Paez. What a free kick. Well, it was, but it got deflected. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it did. I didn't see that on the I think it got a touch off the wall. But let's not take anything away from him. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. still. He meant it. He, he did mean it. He did mean and it. And it was fantastic. It the top, the roof of the, the crossbar, didn't it? Actually scraped the crossbar. But underneath of the crossbar. He was, he was inspirational. World class. Inspirational, I would say. Lionel Messi, who are you? Lionel Messi is a Ballon d'Or winner. He's... Uh, it's a good player. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yes. Uh, it's better. And then we had a uh, bit of bit of luck, I'd say, where the, the bloke slipped over. The ball got knocked out as he slipped over in that far <laughs> corner. Yeah, it did. And uh, Pi ended up the ball from the results. And good throwing. assist. Another assist. Surrounded by two players. Thought there's no way he's getting through any of that. And all of a sudden he's in the box with the ball. Little nutmeg. I don't know how he does it. And... Um, and what a ball Valencia. across, literally, literally put it on a plate for Valencia, who finished well. He did finish well as well. Yeah. Good to see him scoring again. And then kind the of game sort of started to wind down a bit. We got another free kick. and He took Pyatt off, didn't he? He did. Because he wanted to. Said he's not match fit, apparently, yet. Yeah. Well, he didn't look it at Newcastle, really, did he? He was a bit... No. Did he play the whole 90 minutes at Newcastle? He did. He did, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then Valencia's free kick... Which I think we all agreed is the better of the two. I think, think it's the better of the two. Yep. I just I said it. I think I said it on Twitter that you know if someone else you know for instance if Rain Rooney had scored that goal it would have been all over the world, wouldn't it? That day, all over the press everywhere, but barely even got a mention. We we, we even was second last on match of the day or something behind yeah. a, behind a Man City nil nil draw. So. But yeah, I think it was a superb free kick that one. Yeah, the flight of it mm. couldn't get near it. Could I'll he? Tell you what else I I'll tell you what else I noticed is that it's the first time for God knows how long. I think ever since I'm 
Freddie Piccione. Oh, it's the first time I've seen another player get booked for going in the crowd. Oh, yeah, like a player of ours. Yeah. yeah. But it's the first time, you know, I see it so often that they, they dive into the crowd and don't get a booking. Well, it's hard at the grounds like that. There's a tiny little ground and the crowd are like there, yeah. right up against the pitch. I just, yeah, I just find it incredible that I remember Piccione getting sent off. Yeah, he, he got did. A second. And he I scored the equaliser at Everton. Yeah. Got sent off and then we lost, didn't we? I just... Well, I missed the match live, but then I watched it on Sky. They did a whole repeat of the whole thing. John tipped me off and managed to watch the whole thing at 11 o'clock. It's far better watching a game when you know the result, by the way. <laughs> Easier on your heart. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> is that why you don't come to football yeah, anymore, then? <laughs> I don't like watching it live. Dear idea. Gives you, gives you heart palpitations. So that was yeah. the Bournemouth result. Turned it around nice very points. well. And we went fifth, George. We went fifth. Went fifth in the league. It was all we started good. talking about Champions League again because right. we were just one point behind oh, the Spurs, yeah. behind the dirty who Spurs, were, who were facing an inform uh, Sunderland. We're going to don't forget number three before yeah. we move on yeah. to that weekend game. And um, yeah, we were full of uh, admiration. But as Georgia just said, which you hadn't, you've forgotten about, I hadn't. Sure, sure. Let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Slavin, how pleasing is that result, especially bearing in mind you were, you were one down? Yeah, I'm very pleased, of course. Uh, the boys done really well. Uh, we showed the character, we showed the quality, and I think that we totally deserve to win the game. Uh, we started the game good, to be fair. We were on our front foot and, uh, and uh, we were dominating. And then, and then Andy got injured. Uh, and then they, to be fair, they scored first goal not out of nothing but but it wasn't like that they were dominating after that of course if it lifted their confidence and everything they start to play better and uh, we were simply losing the ball uh, very quickly but but even in the first half uh, especially in the beginning and in the last eight minutes or whatever every time we we were passing the ball. We we were harming them. So at the half time, of course, we we weren't happy with the result. But we said that we have to we have to match them in the basic things, uh, second balls and all that, closing down and uh, continue to play football. Start to play with with more confidence uh, going forward and all that. We change a bit of shape, and uh, in second half, I think we were uh, we were really really good. We played as a team that really wanted to win, and then we scored uh, three great goals. And uh, it's a really good night for us. Tell us about Dimitri Payet. You brought him back gently. He's had two appearances as sub, and tonight you started with him, and he's scored a free kick and, and set up your second goal. Yeah, I mean he's you know he's uh, he's that kind of player. He's a top class player, and he's a player that makes a difference. Uh, he had a long-term injury uh, with his ankle, and uh, we waited. Uh, the physios done a great job, he too, and he came back in a great shape. Then we were slowly, we, we were putting him, uh, and now he's fit. Oh, okay, he's still not fit to play 90 minutes, but he's fit, and basically he's one of those players that is, uh, that is, uh, that is making all the other players better. And then he's the player that in last third of the pitch he's, he's making a difference with his assists, with his goals, with his uh, passing and everything. I mean, brilliant player, of course. And what about Valencia's free kick? 
Well, he's got it. He's he's he he's also we we've been without him. Like we didn't talk a lot about Valencia because uh, last year he was magnificent for the club, but uh, he got injured when we played Romanian team in Europe and uh, bad injury, and then he came back and again he got injured, and uh, so it makes us stop talking about him. But of course he's. Uh, He's a big asset for us. He's uh, he's got pace. He's got quality. He's goal hungry. He can score the goals from uh, from the free kicks as well. There you go. That's what the gaffer had to say. Wise words. Wise words. Wise man. What, what did you think, John? Yeah, I, I agree with what he was saying. Pyre, you know, he's right. He does lift the whole team. He knows he what he's talking say about. That. What do we think about the game on Saturday? <laughs> Newcastle 2, West Ham United 1. What do you think, Sean? Did what you watch think, it? Sean? Yeah, I did, actually. Did you? Did Not it? live, oh but no. I watched it afterwards. Well, you knew the result. That's how you like oh to <laughs> watch football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't turn up, did we? It was the John Joe Shelby show. John, John Joe Shelby John show. Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby. Voldemort. <laughs> Harry that? Potter. Huh? Do you remember John Joe Shelby? John Joe Shelby. That was from um, Flashpoints or one of yeah. those classics. John Joe Shelby. Uh, what a signing. It was, well, it seems to be. Um, we didn't turn up. We didn't turn up. Everyone thought, here we are, slam dunk. We're going to get three points. You know, they're 19th in the league. Yep. We didn't respect them. And at normal, when West Ham go down, I've just written a um, an article for an opposition website. Um, called the Blue Moon for Man City. And they said, what's your Achilles heel? <laughs> I said, going 2-0 down <laughs> early. Because we never come back. Never come back. I'll tell you our Achilles heel. What is our Achilles our heel? Our Achilles heel is up and atom, in your face, pressure type of football. We lose to teams that do that every time. Your Leicesters, your Bournemouths. They did that to us at Upton Park. Any team that are full of energy... And in your face, like Newcastle were, we can't cope with it. But e everyone seemed to have a poor game. I, I, I really, I don't know if you know this, but um, West Ham's official Twitter gave man of the match to the 3,000 people who made the 570-mile yeah, journey round trip. Adrian had a poor game as well. He, he didn't look yeah, he too assured. He looked shaky, didn't he? It was a poor game all Even round. Even James Collins, the ginger Pele. Yeah, he didn't have a good game. Didn't have a good game. I was talking to someone at work today who think that might be the... The uh, route back in for Winston could be yeah, starting on Saturday. But who do you drop? Saturday. Do you drop O'Bonner no. or do you drop uh, Collins? But it's going to be Ginge. He's, he's in sort of made to be the backup. O'Bonner does look shaky though, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I would say drop. He's a weird one. Sometimes you look quality and then all of a sudden he's making mistakes. or you know. One game. I'll drop O'Bonner. But then we didn't make any dreadful mistakes like they did. There's always that balance with Tompkins as well. You know, you make it more... Solid defensively, but it takes away an attacking option by so having a proper right So why did he bring um, Jenkinson on on the 75 minutes? Because we're pushing for an equaliser. Trying, trying to get another opportunity. So that does show you, you know, he does know that Jenkinson's got a little bit well, more in his locker to, you know, forward. well, Tompkins is defensive, Jenkins can get forward a yeah, Well, he, it's obvious he shouldn't know that, right? Yeah. But it's just so, we just so miss... A Sacco out front who just yep. runs, runs Should his heart Should be back. Out. Should be back for maybe Villa. The Villa really? Game. You yeah. coming to that one? No. Yeah, yeah. If uh, not, he'll be back for Norwich. 
Come to that one. Are you going to Norwich? Oh, is it away? Yeah. You going to Norwich way? I'm not, no. Sold out within an hour or something. Not surprising. It's quite easy to get to, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, yes, quick stat attack. 49% possession to us, 51 to them. So, switch on the Bournemouth game. Uh, West Ham had 10 shots, 3 on target. They had 23 shots with 10 they on target. They dominatrixed so us. They did. And they looked... <laughs> they looked... Uh, what? <laughs> They did dominatrix us. They might have dominated. I don't know. They look like the better team. You know what the Geordies are like? We had to put our hands up, write it off, bad day at the office. Yeah, it was was too late to come back, even with a mistake of theirs. To be fair, we nearly equalised, very nearly equalised. Well, we're going to talk about the big flashpoint soon, aren't we? It's it's a bit strange. What's the big flashpoint? Well, they they should have had a man sent off. Well, they've reviewed it today and said there's no case to answer. Really? Yeah. Is that for what? breaking what? news? What? For what? Shelby. Sean Jar Shelby. Oh, what one? He, he elbowed. Was forearm. Forearm. Yeah, 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 forearm. He elbowed. Um, there was a forearm in his face. Who was forearm he elbowed? Smash. I don't remember. Valencia. Valencia. Flashpoints. Flashpoints. That was a sending off in my view. I don't care what the video wizardry says. I, I agree. <laughs> I think it was a sending off. But it's just I just find it so strange how and we, we do these And I would have one goal away from them for that as well. We sort of do these, you w- <laughs> would you? <laughs> yeah. Lack of energy performances. Don't know where they come from. Seem to be quite slow out of the blocks mm. two or three times this yeah, season. Yeah, I agree. Need to switch on from the very beginning. At least Mark Lorison got it wrong as well. <sighs> he said a draw. Did he? Got out Loro. And uh, someone like um, even Paye and Valencia from from the the performances they put in at Bournemouth to that performance was just opposites, weren't they? Yeah, but you know, back-to-back away games in the Premier League. Well, it's funny you should say As that. As he said today, we're not Real Madrid. Yeah. Can't win them all. Yeah, Who funny said you that should today? say that. Billich. Because um, he? he did, yeah. Dave Sullivan, the junior one, said this. He said, why is it that West Ham and I think a few other clubs had back-to-back away games within the space of five days while others had the advantage of two home games? Now, we had to travel, I think it's a 190-mile round trip for uh, uh, Bournemouth. Um, and then, of course, it is 190 miles. It's is it? Farther than you think, actually. I'm talking about from the bowling ground to there, you know, assuming they got a coach. And then, of course, it's it's something like 600 and something miles to Newcastle. I know they probably flew. I'm just saying, different ends of the ground, south coast to obviously near Scotland with, with Newcastle. Well, we, we it's a lot of, it's we? a lot of travelling, isn't it? And and Dave Sullivan Jr. said, you know, he's not making excuses, yeah, no, but, he has but a it point. was a lot to do in, should, in, in five days It should be scheduled days. that, you know, you have one at home, away. yeah. But we, we, does that. we discussed this on the day, didn't we? He said, you know, why do we end up playing two away games and one in Newcastle? But like you said, it's an only an hour on the plane. Well... So the point he made was <coughs> everybody who played two away games all conceded was his stat he was raising with everybody. I think Crystal Palace played two away games as well. Yeah, I don't understand why we were two away games, but that's down to the Premier League. Well, I think it's because the people who arrange the Premier League don't like the New World Order where Leicester and West Ham are up towards in the top six and they're trying to redo the balance of the force. They're trying to rebalance the force. Do you not think that they get put in place the fixtures before Leicester did what they've done and we've done no, anything? No, no, I don't. Do you not? I think it's all a conspiracy theory <laughs> to keep the lower teams mid-table. You're West Ham, you're a mid-table, you stay where you belong. 
Do you reckon? I don't, yeah. I don't think that's the case. I don't agree. I just think it's poor scheduling from the computer program that does it. Yeah. You might be right. He's done them three seasons, so, you know. Yeah. And it's <coughs> an old Jedi mind trick to make you think you saw the... Uh, These are the, not um, the fixtures you were looking yeah, for. exactly. What's Jedi? Jedi, it's the, the religion in within Star Wars, John. I haven't watched Star Wars. Okay. Sean, can you introduce number five, please? Sure, sure. Let's hear what the despondent gaffer had to say. Slavin, obviously not the result you were looking for today. How much frustration is there in that West Ham dressing room right now? Well, we are frustrated, of course, because uh, because we we had a good run and we were unbeaten for whatever games and we were playing good, picking points fifth on the table. So we really wanted to to continue that, to get something from uh, out of this game, a point or three points. Uh, so uh, for me, it's much more frustrated how we started the game and how we played in the first half. Uh, it was way below par, and we just couldn't match their their sharpness, their quickness, their aggressivity in the, in in the middle of the park. That they were good in pressing and all that. We we just for a lot of situations in the first half we were not simply good enough. Uh, second half we improved a lot. We improved a lot. We 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 were there. We were aggressive. We created few chances. At the end, we had a great chance to make it two-two. Uh, but to be fair, uh, they deserve to beat us today. You've spoken on several occasions about the frustration of the slow starts West Ham have been making. It was the same again at Bournemouth in midweek. Can you quite put your finger on what the problem is? No, I can't because it would happen then, it would happen once. I mean, and, but we had few of them like that. Uh, we've done a good warming up. Uh, we said that Newcastle have, have a really good team. They really, they have everything to be fair, especially going up front. They have uh, the presence, they have, they're very physical, they're very quick, they're good in coming from 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 the second row, let's say, with Vinaldo, with uh, Jan Matt and all them. So we knew that, but we just didn't match them uh, during the first half. And it is frustrating. And sometimes in a game's like, OK, Bournemouth was a different game. I mean, we started the game for 15 minutes really good there. So, but we had few starts like that and uh, without any particular reason. Uh, we were up for it and everything, but just, 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 just we didn't perform. After two 0 it is obvious that the home side, especially when you play away, that the home side is is playing with more confidence and everything. So we needed half time to get back in shape, to get back in uh, in shape, basically, and in the condition to 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 match them. I think we done we done that to the half time and uh, second half we played good. We I can't say that we were better than them, but we were definitely better than we were in the first half. And we scored the goal, then we have, and we have a few crosses, shots, and all that. And at the end, we have a great chance to make it two-two. But uh, to be fair, they, they could have also scored the third one from the counter attacks. Uh, but we took that risk. And as I said, we could have nicked the point here late with that chance, but uh, they deserved it. You do have a few injury concerns now. Is it your feeling that perhaps you need to make some more additions in this transfer window if West Ham are to finish the season strong? Well, uh, every team can can improve, okay. But but we made the plan. 
that we're going to be very active in the transfer window uh, when summer comes. And now, I, uh, if something exceptional comes, we're going to do it. But uh, the situation with injuries, I mean, we still have few players who are injured, but it's way better and much better than, than it was f four weeks ago, you know. So we have the players back. They are now, they, they, when they came back from the injury, they were like good. Now it's very normal. It's normal for them to go a little bit down. And now I, I expect them to, to be fitter and fitter. And uh, we have a good squad, yeah. There you go, that is what does Gaff had to say after the Newcastle game again. What do you think, John? Yeah, I think this this time he sort of you could tell he's a bit disappointed with the result, but he's right in what he's saying again, you know. He'll get it right. These are not the droids you're looking it's for. It's not the result this you're looking for, This is not the result you're looking for. Move on. Sean, can you please uh talk us through talking point number six on our running order tonight? Well, it's an interesting one because Twitter had a Twitter meltdown last night. Uh, and that was on, uh, what day is today? Monday. So it was on Sunday night. And it was, was when the Arsenal Football Club, a.k.a. the Gooners. The Arsenal Football Club. Um, played, played Stoke City, a.k.a. AKA the, the Sentinels. That's a guessing. What is Stoke City like called? Guess, guess. The Stokers? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't remember the what it is. Have you not done the away <laughs> thing? Have you not, not, asked, have you not asked the Stoke fan, <laughs> what do you think the West Ham way is? <laughs> have you not done that? Well, I probably have, but I can't remember what the Stoke City are called. The what are they called? The Sentinels? <laughs> are they not called the They're Sentinels? They're called the Potters. Potters. The Potters, yeah. Of course. See, this is why Twitter has a meltdown. It's because people like you yeah. put stuff out there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think the big the big story was West Ham fans were up in arms because uh, the Gooners had nicked our Payet song, um, although it's a Payet song of uh, you know we've got Payet. Sorry, I don't know Dimitri Payet. I'm not singing it. I uh, sang it live I'm on. I'm not familiar with this <laughs> song. Sure. <laughs> Look, I sang it Are live on Talksport, and it was a disaster. I'm not singing it live. I don't want to hear it. I am familiar with it, but. Um, so, and, and some of the papers, John was bringing this up, but um, we've got some breaking news from George in a minute, that some of the papers were going, what an original song, and the, what a great new song it's to come just, out but of Arsenal. Not, but it's blogs, isn't it? People like football fan cast, what's that? But but the funny thing was, I mean, it was run by the Metro and the Stand and is, everything. Is this the they best didn't new even song? bother to change the name of uh, Zidane, who's French, not German. Ozil's German. He is. So they didn't change the words very much. But we've all got our knickers in a twist, but George has got some update on this. And what is it, George? Because we've all got it wrong. We need to get back in that pram. Yeah, so I uh, I was equally despondent. Outraged. Disgusted. Uh, when I heard, heard he wrote their version of it. View. But I did some investigating, and it turns out that we actually didn't come up with the song, did we? Um, that was Miley Cyrus. It was... A Johan Kabai song sung by Newcastle fans. And it was Billy Ray Cyrus, not Miley. Oh, I know. Same thing. So, yes, there was a video on YouTube uh, from 2013 of Newcastle fans singing a Johan Kabai song to that tune. I don't know what the words are exactly, but I've seen the video. Can we put the video up on uh, the Facebook group? Nah. Nah. 
But well, we... Uh, why would I mean, Google we it? To prove, because you might have made that up. Well, I haven't made it up. Someone could go and Google it if they're that bothered. Okay. But I don't think we should be posting Newcastle songs on our West Ham-related podcast group. Good well, point. Well made. Well Thank let's, you. Let's face it. Arsenal's <laughs> the Arsenal song is Arsenal. Ar- you know, that's their song. Arsenal. So, you know, they haven't got a very good history of generating new songs in any way, so they've got to get them from somewhere. And to be honest, every single football song is a rip-off of something somewhere, yeah. apart yeah. from... Yeah, even even now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Except for you'll walk alone. You'll never walk alone. I'm for yeah, a blow no bubbles. You know, we, no one sings that. Or like Cy Phantom's song, or When the Saints. No one would nick that, would they? No, no. no. Oh, Dirty hold on. Spurs. What's that? Spurs do Dirty that. It's a North London thing, isn't it? They just haven't got a, like an ounce of originality in their brains. So... Disgusted West Ham fans, I'm afraid. Yeah. We have Newcastle no right. fans were just as disgusted. Although I am going to look. No, I same. believe they copied it from Celtic. Oh, really? About another oh, breaking player. news. So it's, it's, a load, it's a bed of plagiarism. <laughs> Football charts hot usually are. Plagiarism. Though, what, what <laughs> a hot bed of plagiarism. <laughs> but what is. <laughs> what, what's so funny <laughs> it's about just that? It's just the way, <laughs> way to put it. Like. <laughs> but what is. Just really sort of indicative of these times we're in now of the people like yourselves, the bloggers, the all yeah. over the internet. We got how it gets how it gets officiated as the best new song of the year. Because we've got to get our clickbait. How do we get our numbers up and our advertising up it's unless just, we can get there's clickbait? Such a clickbait. Amount of world out there Keyword, desperate for something clickbait. to and it's just hilarious all round. It's time there for a transfer window update. So, Sean, do you want me to read this again? Or well, do you want to try and read uh, well, it? Or we do don't we just need to go into all the details, it? but you, you see the bowling insiders back, do you? Yeah. Didn't know he'd been anywhere, had he been? Well, he's been on holiday. Hmm. So, basically, I'm just going to round up the names that we're linked with yeah, yeah. rather than going but, through But just everything. to do the bowling insider, just before you start. Bowling insider is available on the club website, but I will read he, through he it. He says it's a wage cap and, and starts with uh, saying... He says, 
The club has a wage cap that is set by the Premier League. There have been reports suggesting the club is considering a move for Juventus striker Simone Zaza. But his understanding is that Zaza is a player the club greatly admire and they tried to sign him last summer. Not discounting him out. The club might try something again this month. These are exciting times with a steady move ahead. I've been told the club are already putting plans in place to make a big move for a proven and established striker at the end of the season who can score 20 goals and hate to help take them to wow. the next level. and that's the debate, isn't it? Who, who is, is the that? striker? So <coughs> to link, we've been linked with Simone Zalza, Wilfred Boney, Lacazette, Manolo Gabbiadini and Burak Yilmaz. His name always comes up, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, we're told there's no no bids or inquiries for Carol Zarate or Jelovic. Jelovic. Uh, apparently, Jelovic is on a massive 55k a week. He is, yeah. But we've got to discuss the Zarate bit because Zarate, as I think we said last week, he didn't turn up. It's to funny how you got Jelovic and eyebrows yeah. in the same area. <laughs> he didn't turn up to uh, the Bournemouth game, citing that he had cramp uh, at the day before in training and then Bilic weirdly then said in the pre-match conference don't worry he'll be fit for Newcastle but he was missing again and posted a picture of himself on um, Twitter having a meal so I think his days are numbered I think we've seen the last of uh, Zarati and that could be our in um, he's been linked with Malaga but today George who's he been linked with? Uh, today he's been linked with the return to Italy and that Fiorentina are weighing up a move for him to who replace Giuseppe Rossi, yeah. who could be included. Oh, I'd like him. Would you like him? Yeah, he so well it could be a little bit of um, swap shop. Giuseppe Ross, um, Rossi is is a worse than Andy Carroll for injury history. He's yeah. he's got his. I think he's barely got anything left in his knees. Would, let it, alone. would it would it be good swaps? Is though he's, no. He's a quality player, but I think if you look him up, I think you'll find his. Uh, History. The history of injury is really <coughs> bad and he, he, you're not going to get much out of the man, I don't think. Okay. Uh, Besiktas midfielder Veli Kavlak has come out and said he's not interested in a move to West Ham. But Billage is like a father to him, he said in the same interview. Uh, and the Evening Standard has recycled an old story to claim Reese Oxford is on his way to Man City, Man United, Chelsea or Liverpool. A load of old rubbish. We're not a selling club. A source close to the club has told us that we will make we will not make a mega money bid for Sam Byron from from Leeds. Everton have bid and we refuse to enter a bidding war. But we will try and get him on the cheap if we can put a deal together. He'll go to Everton for now, the player, isn't he? Just having to have a medical one. That's it. Done. Well, we, we they haven't given up yet, and they've said the difference maybe with West Ham is they will loan him back to Leeds for the rest of the season and. The other advantage is he's a West Ham fan, so you don't know if that will have a slight edge on it. I don't know, probably not, but who knows. He's one of nine right-backs we're looking at, even though he plays right midfield for Leeds at the moment. Uh, we've been linked with Ola... Aina. Aina. Anya. Anya. Have you heard of him before? No, no, he's a young Chelsea right-back. He's plays for England 21s. Never heard of him. Slavin Bilic confirmed we're no longer interested in Charlie Austin. No shit. Aston Villa, troubled midfielder Jack Grealish has been linked with West Ham. Really? Yeah, do you know him? I know Jack Grealish, yeah. But you know he's off the field stuff. He's yeah. been caught yeah. like three times, boozing, getting pissed, drinking. It sounds like Ravel Morrison all over again. Why would Does he go out of Andy Carroll? <laughs> he might do. Uh, we've been linked with Grey's athletic striker, Dumaybe Dumaka. DD. 
he's called. Who's been dubbed the long, non-league football's next Jamie Vardy. Who knows? Uh, we've been linked with Argentinian striker Jonathan Caleri from Boca Juniors. Where Tevez is playing and not being paid. A recycled rumour doing the rounds is that we're interested in Ezekiel Lavezzi, but as you see... Arsenal, Spurs, Barcelona and Inter. Yes, yeah, so we're getting we? so I don't yeah, think there will be any any chance there. Aaron Cresswell has been linked with Man City and Liverpool. So Do you see not. that? I can't see him going. And I think it's the rumour is a, a summer move, but I just don't see him going. Reese Burke uh is possibly moving to Coventry City on a loan. He may still go back to Bradford though. He's trying to weigh up. He's got offers from both. <coughs> and you saw Hendry went off to um Shrimpers last week. <coughs> yep, the Shrimpers. Yeah. Carl Jenkinson may be offloaded by Arsenal in the summer, but West Ham insiders say there will be no renewal or bid for Jenkinson in the summer. What is that all about? Why do you offer someone like Carl Jenkinson a five-year contract or 45 grand a week and then write him off, if true? Well, because then you get more money for him because he's got a longer contract. Got a longer contract. Maybe, but who would want on this form this season? Who would want to no buy one, him? No, one. no, exactly. And on forty-five grand a week. Yeah. Uh, the Mikel Arteta rumor is playing bonkers. Why would we buy a thirty-three-year-old? Makes no sense whatsoever. Would you? Would you see that happening, Arteta? No, no, no. It is true that Alex Song might not be offered a permanent deal. I think we talked about last week. Yeah. Yuri uh, Tillemans and Dennis Prey Prey. If he comes, Prye Pye will be yeah, all over the place. Belgium uh, League, apparently that's a new hotbed of talent. Yeah, well, I know I know Tielemans from <coughs> Football Manager. That's quite good. Well, obviously, uh, Coyote came from um, Antelect, didn't he? He did. And we've been scouting in the French League as well. After trying to find the next Dimitri Pye or Diafrasaco. We are, yeah. Uh, 17-year-old Martin Odegaard, who plays for Real Madrid, has been linked with a low move on social media. I don't know if there's any truth in that. I saw that. Can't as well. imagine that. And the final, the final. Why not? Why not? Why not? He's the well, because he's wanted by Liverpool, and no, they turned they down Liverpool. They signed him, and they. I thought the um, chairman said that he's going to play in our first team. He's never. Yeah, gonna he plays in the Real Madrid B team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the latest amusing link today is that West Ham are ready to make a move for Milan striker Mario Balotelli, never reported by the Brentwood Gazette. The Brentwood Gazette has been having a bit of fun because they're printing probably six or seven rumours oh, a day. the Brentwood Gazette. You were telling me earlier, the Brentford Gazette. No, Brentwood. Mario oh, Bonatelli. Why, why? We've been told by a source, no way, not in a million years would Mario come to West Ham or we'd want him at West Ham. But they also, in the same day, linked uh, Townsend from Spurs, Adebayor, uh, Charlie Austin, just before he signed... And today, just to wrap it up, they then, after I joked in a story, I wrote a story about them on Clarence Hughes saying the only one they've missed is Carlos Tevez. What one did they run today, George? I don't know. Carlos Tevez <laughs> is going to make a return <laughs> to West Ham after Boca Juniors have failed to pay him for three months. Is that true? Apparently. Apparently they failed to pay him for three months. Mm, well, it? well, it's not true he's coming to West Ham, by the way. I think go there, a lot of places apart from West Ham. Except if he comes to uh, Mark Noble's testimonial. testimonial. That's the only reason he comes to West Ham. Why so there you go. Not that a lot is a transfer window really lineup. Why, why do we only ever hear about financial fair play from our club? Why are we the only club who ever discuss it? Right, I can tell you why. Because most chairmen 
do not speak to the media or do interviews or are not on Twitter. So do you hear Daniel Levy speaking to the media? No. Do you hear Mike Ashley speaking to the media or doing interviews? No. Do you hear, and I don't even know who the Arsenal chairman is, tell me one chairman, name another chairman who's on Twitter, right? Or name me another um, chairman good who courts the media in the same way David Steve Sullivan and David Gold Steve, does. Is it Steve Parrish at Palace? Does He's it, always what, doing the media. Is he, is he always doing media? Yeah. Never hear him. Oh. He probably is always... Uh, he's I hear him on the media. Uh, Never fair heard play. I think, so I think you'll find he Financial fair play is real. It's not a made-up thing. Week, QPR are still going to get fined, by the way. They're not going to get away with it. And, all right, financial fair play may be disappearing. What about Man City? They, they Man City have been fine. Real Madrid have been fined. Atletico Madrid have been fined, remember, in Europe. They've all been fined. So, or, or transfer bans. Real Madrid have got a transfer ban at the moment. That's so... That's not to do with that, though. That's to do... It's it's European fair play. It's the same, it's no, the the same family. The Madrid thing is to do with them buy, um, buying players underage. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't... Know. <laughs> don't just read the headline, Sean. Why don't you read the articles? Well, I thought it was to do with financial fair play. Anyway, another question I've got for you. Go Why would David Gold get involved with questions Question. about Charlie Austin's wages and things? And well, why, because why I think he's even... He he brings up a fair point. You know, he was asked by... A w he's, in a, he's someone who is approachable. And a West Ham fan made the accusation, why did we not snap up Charlie Austin? Because he was only four million. Because we did, we've admitted, we did try and buy Charlie Austin in the summer. And Bilic admitted it in a, a press conference last week. He wanted to make it clear, because he would have known, that Charlie Austin's wage demands were £100,000 a week. Now, that works out quite quickly, I'm sure you work out, a £5.2 million a year or £23.4 million over his four-and-a-half-year contract. Add it on, that's nearly £27.5 million investment by Southampton for a player who's currently injured, who's been injured four times during this season and failed a medical at Hull. Because he's not... No, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so they're the facts. But why... It's a gamble. Does uh, our chairman... All, all that's been ha all that's happened there. Defending the position. All that's happened there is it's generated this thing of Austin and West Ham. So what, he's oh, going to come, cares? come to West Ham. Sort of like Do you know what? It, it might be an Andy Carroll. It's it's once bitten, twice shy. Someone said it's all fair, well and good in mentioning this, but what about Andy Carroll? Absolutely, Andy Carroll. Eighty-five thousand a week. Carroll. Seventeen million transfer fee. It wasn't a bargain. No way was it a bargain. In the same way, it wasn't a bargain when Liverpool bought him for thirty-five million. We've been burnt badly by Andy Carroll, and once you've been burnt badly, what's the old saying? Once put, bitten, put it under cold water. Twice shy. <laughs> but don't keep banging on once about a player that's not even shy. yours. Not who even cares? yours has gone to another club. It's I just would rather have a chairman who actually speaks to the fans and gives them an answer. Would you rather, when he was asked a direct question? He'd just go, oh, I've I can't asked talk him a about few that. Direct questions. If, He's never asked. If, if David Gold said, I can't talk about that because it's another player all the time, it would be pretty dull. But For one, I like that he's honest and. I think in that case, yeah, that's exactly what he should have available. done. He what? said, It's not our player. Well, I wish him good luck, considering what he said about him beforehand. We differ Sullivan. in opinion, Jonathan. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
But there you go. Not a lot's going to happen. Maybe we get someone on loan if Zarate goes out. Who knows? Um, Who knows? And, and maybe a right back. I do you think it's know. a bit of a shame, really, because I reckon if we if we put a couple of players in in the right positions, it could push us into the top four. I yeah. know a lot of people. Said it's a real shame. We said this last week. Um, I think Reece Oxford. They've said today Reece Oxford, Elliot Lee, and uh, who's the other one? Josh Cullen will also be. Yeah, um, I don't understand the, the Reece Oxford thing as well because they stopped him from going to the England tournament, the yeah. under seventeens, is it or whatever it was? Yeah, they stopped him from going to that, saying he's a first team squad player. But they want him to be like they, Martin he's Samuelson, he's where he's playing him. competitive football in the Championship because that will. That will really get him... He's in League One. Hmm? Who? Samuelson. Oh, I know, but I'm saying for Reece Oxford, for who I say is slightly ahead of maybe Martin Samuelson, that he needs a championship club to take him to the well next level. Well, they should maybe send him out with Samuelson and send him to the posh with how what Barry Fry was saying. Well, you know one thing. We did, we did talk to a source at the club because when we spoke to Barry Fry and we, you know, he said he was another year, someone reminded me and said, hang on a minute. We've only had him for two years. So if he goes out on loan to Posh next year, he's out of contract. Well, we do what Arsenal did. We sign him up this summer. Five yeah, well, years. that's exactly what we're going to do. We, Five we, years. We're going to offer it, him... Up his money. Yeah, that's there exactly what we're going to do. Sign him up in the summer and offer him a longer term. I don't know about five years, but a longer term contract in the summer because I think he's one for the future. One for the future. One but for like the play, future. See, Back of the net. I was thinking about that. You know that Hot interview. Hot plagiarism. <laughs> no, that interview you did with Barry Fry, and it's yeah. like you cannot, you can't have too many loan players, and you can't have officially have feeder clubs and things. Mm. But um, what do you call it? Who's that? Oh, Delafayu at Everton. They got him from Barca for mm. like something like five or six mil, and they've already agreed a sell-back fee to Barca on him when he wants to go back. You can and do that. And that's surely the way you could do that with these youngsters. You could offer them, you could let them sign them sort of on a short-term contract with mm. us, the first option to buy them back. Yeah, and agree maybe. free. That's not, not a bad idea. Like a release clause. So if you come in with that offer, you have to accept it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like West Ham's To be fair, who who have we to let go? Who have we let go? That Stanislas. That's that. oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Good point. <laughs> fair play to you, John. Fair play. Oh, thank I'm, you. I'm shaking, shaking his hands. hands. Yeah. Shaking hands. Oh, uh, fair play, because you're right. I think, he's a player you, Sean. I think he's a player that if they'd have kept patience with... I know he, 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 it was his choice to go when he didn't want he it, he was, wanted big money yeah. or something. But look at... Um, what's his name? Savon Hines. Savon he, he Hines is one. Who, who, who's the other guy who went to another league and fought, went to Bolton? Um, went to Bolton? Did he go to Bolton? Freddie Sears got... Not Freddie Sears. Freddie Sears is all right. He was a striker. Young striker. We had to get um, we had to get a compensation for him. Rob Hall. Rob Hall. That's him. Well done. Thanks. Rob Hall. What's that? What's Rob Hall done? He's playing at Bolton. Who just been wound up, haven't they? Yeah. Been served a winding up order. It's been really you know, he's, he's one who didn't want to carry on with us and thought. I'm saying it'd be a way forward to get these players into competitive football, but don't lose. You know, don't lose your opportunity. You, you, you probably save money in the long run, didn't you? If you yeah. put them out. Yeah. Anyway. Now, I know it's not the running order, but can I just slot one last thing in before we, we go to Twitter question time? Yeah. Um, 
as you know, I've been working with uh, the guys at Hammers Chat, and they gave us a very nice plug in their video, Rosette, this week. Did you see that, George? I didn't know. They've given us a plug. We've got a see more than just a podcast logo up there for thanks to the plug, guys. But um, Gio, who's one of the two presenters on Hammers Chat, is also the new program editor of West Ham Ladies. So um, I've written, he asked me to write an article, and I've written an article uh, for the West Ham Ladies uh, program uh, for the next game. So I just wanted to give it a plug for the West Ham Ladies. They don't, they don't get the money that the first team and the men's team do. So if you happen to find yourself, you know, why don't you go down and support the West Ham Ladies? You've got a little smug grin on your <laughs> face, John. Do you do you not like ladies football? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm laughing at you, mate. It's got nothing to do with being <laughs> West Ham ladies. Would it's you go and see a West Ham ladies game? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I just crazy about you saying they don't get the money at the men's team. Well, the they don't. Well, do you know what? Most, pe- most no people don't know. Most people think that West Ham ladies are Connected an official the part of the club. Know, They're not. They've got a separate chairman. All of their money comes from subs from the ladies, or some of them have got sponsorship. You know, West Ham Till I Die, Hammers Chat sponsored one, and ex-West Ham employee, all sponsored um, a player. But their money comes basically from the players themselves. They've sold a few season tickets, and they've got people coming down. But they don't have the kind of backing that, that West Ham Club do, and certainly not the TV yeah, money. It's just never going to Of course happen, not. It? It's but all, I said in I my article, I put in my article, I hope one day they're going to be in the Super League, the Women's Super League, and I've gone one step further and said one day maybe three women from West Ham ladies will lift the will World Cup. In, yeah, will be in help England will uh, lift the World Cup just like Bobby Moore. Um, It'd be nice if they Jeff could, could be Martin an official Peters part did. of the club, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's time for this. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to contact us, the podcast. Presenters. At facebook.com forward slash Mornjus podcast or at more TGA podcast on Twitter. Sean put on the group earlier, podcast tonight around 6.30 to discuss a week of two halves. Joy at Bournemouth and despair at Newcastle. We will cover the ups and downs of being a West Ham fan, plus a review of the transfer window and a preview of the Man City game this weekend, which we haven't done yet. Send in any questions, statements, or fact or general shout-outs. Yeah, anything. Andrew Quinn said, if you took money for Zarate, Joey O'Brien, and Jelovic in this window, would you spend it on a loan player and save Zaza, Torre, etc. until the summer? If so, who would you pick up? Well, Job won't be going out because he's injured and no one wants him. What did he say? Um, Zarate and Jelovic. I'm not sure I'd let Jelovic go now. Why? Because he scored a goal. He scored two goals. Uh, who would you pick up? I Realistically. That's the trouble, isn't it? That's yeah. that's who improves our team? I mean, that's what you've got to look at. I don't want another loan signing that's just going to sit there on the bench and earn 40 notes a week. And there are players of quality. There are a lot of players out there of quality that don't get a lot of games. Name one. But... You know. But with our squad, right, if Sarati can't get in the team at the moment, Jelovic can't get a start, uh, certainly Job doesn't get a start. So with those three players, you'll bring another player in. You're only st- those players we could are still do with sitting a striker, there. Couldn't we? 
Those players are still sitting there waiting for their chance. They're not going to go straight into the first team. We've got a strong first team. What we could do is strike. What position would you put? Uh, I'm going to answer the question to you two. What position would you put an incoming striker, midfielder, or defender in where we need to strengthen right now? First team. I'd put striker. So that's a striker. And also factor in that Sacco's coming back at the beginning of February. So you can't replace Sacco, right? Because Sacco's coming straight back in. There's no point in doing it for like two weeks. So assume Sacco's back. Striker. Where does he slot in? First team, I'd say. Two up front then. That's, uh, not, that's not what Billish plays. If he, if he scores goals, put him in front of Sacco. Really? If really? Sa Sacco's scoring goals, you put him on the bench. Valencia's not. Valencia's very hit and miss, isn't he? He's, he's hit miss. He's very hit and miss. So how know. about you, George? Striker. Yeah. So who? I name, reckon name you move. Name? You drop Antonio, move Valencia out on the right, play this new striker up front with Sacco coming, swapping. But they want to sign a twenty-plus striker in the summer. Whenever. Not now. No, so that's it's fine. got to be that's someone fine. on loan. Well, the answer to Andrew Quinn is we don't know. Simone Zarzano. <laughs> Simone Zarzano. We, we don't know. Well, I, I would get a striker. That's all I know. Yeah, but name a name. I, I haven't got time to go scouting <laughs> and working out who's the best. Gary Prince says, do you think the Premier League scheduling back-to-back -back away games this weekend has hinder hindered us? Yes. Will we yeah, fare we better that. with back-to-back -back home matches in late Feb, early Mat March? Is that what Let's hope so. Is that what well, we haven't, you know, the stat we haven't lost since August at, at home. home. No, so since we lost four three against say we would do, Gary. Alex McFarlane simply says, "Quality podcast, gents. Download the show every week. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Uh, danke, Sean. Da, 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 Thank <laughs> you, Sean. Don't keep thanking yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <laughs> You're so full of yourself. Sean. <laughs> yeah, I know. Predictions for Man City at well, home. No, I will say I got blown out by Talk Sport after tweeting out I was supposed to go on Talk Sport, and do you know what? They blew me out for James Collins. James Collins, yeah, he's a they, little bit they better. They invited me, they booked me onto the show, and then they got the Ginger Palais on to replace me and asked the same question. Did they, they still pay you? No. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> Dissed by Talk Sport Radio for Ginger Collins. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, the famous Ginger Collins. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ginger Palais. Yeah, that's the word. That's uh, predictions from Man City at home. I think we're going to bounce back and scrape it 3-2. Right. This is a big weekend, isn't it? We've got Sean's birthday weekend this, yeah, this weekend. Sean's actually coming to a game of football. Yeah. Oh, and he's drinking. He's actually having a couple of beers. Yeah. So it's, it's like the first time. See you in the Black Lion, gang. We'll be in the Black Lion this season. before and probably afterwards. For Sean's birthday. So if you if you are a fan of Sean <laughs> and his <laughs> podcast and his blog and his everything that and Sean his logo. does is all his stuff. Come and buy me a beer. Come and, come and meet Sean. He loves to be spoken to by strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking seriously. We're going to win. 3-2, um, I reckon. 2-1. I would say, because we did say we'd do a peer review rather than just a prediction, I will say that it will be a tight game. We will have the minority of possession, so they will dominate possession. We will allow them to have possession in certain areas. It will be a tight game. It won't be as open-flowing as you thought it might be. It will it will be nicked one nil either way, but I think it will be a one nil win to West Ham to complete the double over Manchester City. Yeah, I reckon we'll win. Well, but I, I don't think so three two. I don't think there'll be five goals. Oh, Sean. So they got they've got like their weakest position is their defence. 
their strongest position is their attack. He doesn't know that. So it's going to be a tight. Yeah, I just think we will <laughs> let them come to us, and we won't go up. We will play counter-attacking football against Man City. Yeah, Bilic which always is very dangerous games. when they got Aguero out front. I agree. Probably one of the best strikers in the world. Just see if I'm right. If if it's Okay, if we'll, it's see. Three two. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I was see. right against I'll Bournemouth. You said three two. I'll tour. You also said we would win three one against Newcastle. Nearly did though, didn't we? <laughs> we <laughs> didn't. Not in any <laughs> shape or form. Torre likes a goal against Sisterney. He does. Well. So, um, John. Two one. We, two one. Three West two. Ham. Three two and one nil. Two one West Ham. Come on, you irons. Two goals from Valencia. He's going to have a good game. Really? You've been slagging him off. I don't slagging him off. You said he was... Use the word. You said he was... He's very hit and miss. Hit and miss. But he's going to have one of his hits. Flash points. Well, we're we're coming up to 54 minutes and the music's about to cue. Yeah, good. Good, good. So let's just keep talking because then I don't have to do any editing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Wanderers Podcast. Podcast. Bye. Bye. Come on, you are. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.